Hello everyone. Um, this is uh, Jesse. Um, welcome back to the second episode. Um, I have um, a lot of, well not a lot of, but uh, I have some announcements to make before we get started today on our episode. Um, first things first, this podcast has a name for it. Um, Jesse's Wildcard Experience. Um, thought it was kind of catchy, I guess. You know, I was trying to think of what would be a good name for this podcast that kind of fits it. Um, and considering that I don't want this podcast to be uh, themed in any way, just kind of anything and everything. And it made me think of a wild card. Um, you know, like a person that's unpredictable type thing so I thought hmm the wild card experience and then I added my name to it because I guess that makes sense so Jesse's wild card experience so welcome um I know the last episode I was kind of just getting a feel for what this would be like um you know just to kind of see what it's like and um you know, just to kind of see how I feel about it. And I do think that I want to continue this. Um, I don't know if this episode will be as long or longer than the last one. Uh, like I said, I'm still kind of uh, winging it. So, yeah, I kind of want to get that out of the way. Um, another thing I'm going to announce. Um, so, I told everyone on my previous po uh, episode... Um, me and Chris are, have been wanting to do a segment together. Um, this is something that we have been, both of us have been wanting to do. Um, we just never got around to it. So, um, yeah. Uh, starting this weekend, we're going to start our first episode called the Disney Dyad Segment. Um, and what that is basically is we're going to do pretty much anything Disney related. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be like a permanent thing, like I do a segment with Chris every weekend or what, but hey, I guess we'll try it out. Um, I think w one of the first things we're going to cover on the Disney Dyad segment is Marvel, um, because you know, Marvel is a part of Disney now. And considering that this is our 11 year anniversary month, um, our anniversary is actually April 28th, um, and Avengers Endgame is coming out, um, like, the 26th, so, yeah, um, so that's what we'll be doing probably this month, um, I'm gonna try to have at least one episode that's just me every week, kind of just, you know, make an episode of whatever I want to talk about that week, so at least two episodes a week is what I'm shooting for, maybe more. It's whatever I feel like. Um, anyways, I wanted to get that out of the way um, before I continue on. Um, I, I wanted to make another episode today. I kind of don't know what I really want to talk about, but um, Chris gave me the suggestion that maybe I should talk about one of my favorite TV shows. Um, I don't really know where to start with that, but I might d 
dive into that. Um, before I, I do, I'm trying to think, is there anything else I want to say? Um, right now, my podcast is on Anchor. I am waiting for them to approve my podcast so it can be on other platforms like iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podcast Addict app, whatever. Um, but it hasn't been approved yet that I know of. I haven't checked, so... Um, so I guess look forward to that. Um, huh. I think my voice sounds a little bit better than last time. Um, so yeah, I kind of feel a little bit, um, I feel a little bit better about this than I think I did last time. Um, yeah, I think I, I feel a little bit more comfortable than I did. Um, so I hope this turns out good. I hope my audio is good. Um, I cannot figure out how I sound right now. So if I sound a little off um, or whatever, I apologize. I can't really check my sound while it's recording or at least I can't figure out how to do that again. Um, so I kind of hope I sound good, but I'm sorry if I don't. Um, hopefully this is good. Uh, anyway, so yeah, this is when I'm recording. Um, uh, 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 uh. I didn't realize how tired I am, but oh well. Um, so yeah, I think that's what I want to do today. Might talk about the Vampire Diaries, my favorite TV show. Might dive a little into the sequels of the show, in case you don't know anything about it. Um, if you just don't know anything about the show, and you're kind of interested in seeing what it is that I like about it, stick around um if you know about the show and you're also a fan great stick around um i'm gonna talk about it my favorite things my favorite characters um probably start with season one kind of talk about the plot of season one uh yeah um it's a basically a tv show about vampires um kind of cheesy kind of cliche but i like it i like vampire fiction um obviously my favorite is Anne Rice. She is literally the vampire queen of vampire fiction. Um, I might, someday I might do a segment about Anne Rice and interview the vampire and uh, all that. So, um, yeah. I am recording today in my kitchen, so maybe uh, my cats would be less likely to climb all over me. I know they almost knocked over my um, Yeti microphone and that was a no-no um, so hopefully that won't happen this time um, making sure this thing is recording okay um, so yeah uh, maybe before we jump into this I might talk about my week and my day how I've been uh, you know uh, my thoughts for the week you know whatever um, well actually before I begin all that I'm going to read a, um, a quote. It is um, from this little book I got at Books A Million called Everyday Kindness. It has like um, inspirational quotes, 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 can't talk either. Um, it's like a, so it's like a, um, it's 365 ways of being, of everyday kindness. So, every day of the year um 
it's pretty nifty. I like looking through these. A lot of these are like really nice. Um, hey, and we can use kindness every day. Um, a little bit of positivity. So today is April the 3rd, and I will go to April the 3rd. All right. So April the 3rd. The quote is, the way you speak to others can offer them joy, happiness, self-confidence, hope, trust, and enlightenment. Um, the quote is from, it says, Thick Nut Hun. I don't know if that pronounced that right. I might have butchered it. But yeah. Um, little bitty book, Everyday Kindness, 365 Ways to Be Peaceful. Um, so it's a cute little thing. Uh, thought I'd read that, I guess. To start off, um, I might do a quiz if I have enough time. Um, I know today I'm supposed to go somewhere with some family friends. Um, I don't know if I am, but if I do, I might make this a little short. If I have enough time, I might do a little quiz afterwards. Something like Vampire Diaries related, maybe. I don't know. Um, we'll just see where this goes. All right. I wrote down, I jotted down some ideas to kind of have an idea of where I'm wanting to go with all this. And so, um, so I'm not just going off topic, which I probably would anyway. Um, so yeah, today on episode two, I'm going to talk about the Vampire Diaries. Why I love the show, what the show means to me, um, etc. So, uh... So, The Vampire Diaries is a TV show that came out in, like, 2009. I didn't watch it when it came out. Um, I was too cool for that. Um, they're based off books, which I have all of them, pretty much, I think, unless they came out with new ones. I don't know. Uh, I have all the books, pretty much. Um, I haven't read them all. I read the first four. And I can tell you the books in the TV show are really different. And I'm kind of glad they are. Um, the books were obviously good. However, I do see why they changed it for the show. I think it makes more sense. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just read the books and then watch the show. And then you know. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to go in too deep. Uh, but yeah. Um, the show was produced and written by Julie Pleck and Kevin Williamson. I think. Yeah. Um, on the CW show. On the CW channel. Whatever. Um, before I continue though, um, in case you haven't watched The Vampire Diaries and you want to, uh, there will be spoilers. So, spoilers ahead. If you don't want to be spoiled, um, by The Vampire Diaries, I'm going to probably dive a little bit in the originals, the legacies, because those are sequels to the show. Um, just skip this episode. Wait till, um, this weekend when our segment comes out. So, uh, yeah, so, fair warning, spoilers, alert, alright, um, so yeah, I might talk about the, a little bit of difference between the book and the TV series, um, so, the main characters in these shows is Elena Gilbert, she's the main character, um, and then Stefan Salvatore, Damon Salvatore, vampires, um, and usually when you describe this show and the basics of it people immediately are like oh my god that sounds like twilight um if you consider the main character um falling in love with a vampire and two brothers 
brothers in Twilight, is there? Um, and there's werewolves. If you consider that, like, uh, the same as Twilight, I mean, there is a similarities. Um, I do want to point out, though, <laughs> The Vampire Diaries is way better. And I know that's just my opinion. But I've seen both. I've seen Twilight and I've seen The Vampire Diaries. And I could tell you The Vampire Diaries is totally different. Just like the only similarities is there's a love triangle between Elena, Stefan, and Damon. But it's really different. Um, you kind of just have to watch it. Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, the Originals is on Netflix. Legacies is still being made. It's on the CW now. Um, I think they're wrapping up season one. Um, but yeah, totally different. Um, the Vampire Diaries was written like way before Twilight. Um, the books came out in like the early 90s. Um, about the time, I think, Anne Rice's Interview with the Vampire movie came out. I know her books was written way before that though. Um, but yeah, but they came out way before Twilight. So I feel like, I think Twilight probably took a little bit from Vampire Diaries. I, it's just like, if you watch the Vampire Diaries, and you see all this you kind of you kind of get the feeling that twilight took a lot from it like i said these books were came out way before twilight um and i think it's kind of unfortunate that the show came out when the movies came out because people kind of put them together and um and it's really dumb because the vampire diaries is a really awesome show um Especially if you get through season one. Season one's kind of slow. Um, especially the first episode. It has that... Well, kind of like Twilight. It has that teeny bop. Uh, little high school... Uh, feel, I guess. Because, I mean, the characters start in high school. So, it makes sense. Um, if you definitely get past the first episode. The first season. Uh, shit gets pretty interesting. Um, one thing I love about the Vampire Diaries, the mythology of the show, the depth of the characters and how they grow, um, is phenomenal. Um, like I said, watching, watching it and obviously the first season, you're kind of going to be like, oh, this is like teenage drama, blah, blah, bull crap. Get past that because it is a really good show. It definitely gets better. Um... Yeah, um, it definitely becomes something more than what I think Twilight really just is. Um, these characters are really in-depth. Like I said, they start out kind of, uh, I don't know, they, they start off kind of one-dimensional a little bit. Not really. It's hard to explain. They really grow into themselves throughout the show, like throughout the season. Um, example I'll give one of my favorite characters is Caroline Forbes. She eventually becomes a vampire. Spoiler. Um, she starts off as this bratty, self-absorbed character. She um, She's kind of like that party girl, princess type character. Um, she's shallow, um, but she means well. And her character actually really grows. I remember the first time watching it, and I was like, oh, I can't stand that character. I don't like characters like that. And so... As the show went on and she really became herself and really grew into herself, she became one of my favorite characters. Like, she's like number two uh, 
as my favorite characters on the list here. Um, that's just one example of many. Um, a lot of these characters, they start off, you kind of get this impression, oh, they're young, they're kind of childish, they're uh, self-absorbed, whatever. Um, Damon Salvatore starts off, he's just a dick. Uh, he's mad at his brother, he has issues, and he kind of grows into himself. I mean, all of them, really. Uh, maybe except the main character. Oh, no, she kind of does, too. Um, I kind of see why she's not usually everyone's favorite um i don't know I, I don't know maybe she does uh but yeah but all these characters grow into their self uh bonnie bennett who is the witch of the show she um she starts off as kind of really reserved uh kind of judgmental i think she doesn't like salvatore brothers she once she learns that there are vampires she hates them like she's just really um judgy i guess um she kind of becomes herself too like really grows into herself like bonnie bennett becomes a badass um she really does like she's so cool like she's a really cool character um so many examples um a lot of these characters really just become their self they really grow that's what i love about the show they don't just stay as themselves throughout the whole thing i mean that would be annoying <laughs> Uh, it'd be really annoying if Caroline Forbes didn't grow and kind of learn from, you know, her mistakes and kind of didn't blossom into what she became. Um, it, it kind of, um, I don't know, another example of a character that kind of grew into herself is Tyler Lockwood. Um, he starts off as like a jock, jerk. Um, he's just kind of like a bully almost. He's like a jerk. Um, and he's supernatural too. Um, his parents, or his dad is the mayor of Mystic Falls, which this takes place. Um, and you find out that this whole town, like the council and everyone, they know vampires existed. Um, like I said, there's a history. Um, that's just one of my favorite things about this show. There is a deep-rooted history that goes way back. There's so much mythology. It's not just vampires and werewolves and witches uh there's freaking sirens there's travelers there's um there's like what else there's the devil there's uh what else hybrids and um what are they called siphon siphon witches heretics there's like all these mythical creatures it's not just like vampires or whatever you know there's like this whole mythical thing there's mythology to all of it um so deep um so yeah so oh yeah i was going to talk about the book versus the tv show so i wanted to kind of get the characters down a little bit so i talked about damon caroline bonnie tyler um elena who's the main character um the difference between her and the book which I understand why they changed it because in the book, like Elena is kind of whiny. <laughs> I mean, that's what the impression I get of Elena Gilbert in the Vampire Diary books. Um, she's kind of whiny. At least that's how she comes off to me in the books. Um, in the show, she's more of, um, she takes charge. Um, she, she's responsible for her friends. She feels responsible. She's responsible of, her little brother, um, a lot better character than Bella, if you want to, uh, 
compare the, the two show the show and the movie which i don't know why but anyways though i always tell people the biggest difference between bella and elena um i'll give you an example uh, i think yeah the first movie of twilight bella was so upset about edward that i guess he broke up with her or something i can't remember she wanted to kill herself <gasps> I'm like, that's stupid. Um, the difference with Elena, though, um, in the show, she, when her and Stefan break up, which kind of happens here and there, instead of just, like, being so down and out, dwelling on it, like, and wanting to kill yourself, um, she focuses her energy on her friends, you know? Um, she's, like, more, a better, more responsible person. More mature, more, more, um... More in-depth than I think Bella and Twilight is. That's just one example. Um, yeah, she doesn't dwell on breakups and stuff. And she's more mature about it. Um, anyways, though, off topic. Uh, the d other difference is the appearances of the characters. Um, so, Elena in the book, is a she's blonde-headed. She has blue eyes. Which ain't a big deal, but it kind of is. Because in the book, her origin story... Or, not her origin story... Um, well, I'm going to have to explain something else now because I talked about Lena. I'm about to talk about her doppelganger. Um, in case you don't know what a doppelganger is, um, it's a mythical, um, supernatural being. Um, a doppelganger is a shadow self of someone. They are, they look identical. Only think of it as more of an evil twin. Um, doppelgangers aren't usually born in the same, uh, time era. Well, at least not in, um, Vampire Diaries. I'm sure in other mythologies they're different. In the Vampire Diaries, though, a doppelganger is not, the two doppelgangers are not born at the same time. Um, I know there's a 500 year difference between Catherine, Catherine Pierce, and Elena Gilbert. Catherine Pierce was born in, uh... 1473 or something like that. Elena was born in 1992 or something like that. Her character. So there's like a 500 year difference between them. However, of course, uh, Catherine, her doppelganger, becomes a vampire. So she kind of has to deal with Catherine. Um, that's what a doppelganger is. An identical version of someone else. Usually an evil, evil version of them. Um... So, yeah, that's a doppelganger. So, Elena in the book, like I said, she has blue eyes, she has blonde hair, she looks totally different than uh, the character in the TV show. Um, because, so the origin story of Catherine Pierce in the books is that she is from Germany, I think. Yeah, I think so. She's from Germany originally. Um, in the TV show, Catherine Pierce is from Bulgaria. Um, and the reason really why they switch that up is because the actress Nina Dobrev um she is actually from Bulgaria she speaks Bulgarian so it kind of made sense to make her character from Bulgaria instead of Germany um obviously uh, uh, Nina does not look like the character how they looked in the book so it didn't really make sense to like have someone just for the physical features um so that's pretty much a, the only difference with Elena is that in the books, she is blonde instead of brown hair or brunette. Um, and her origin is a different country. Um, 
and she's whinier in the book. So yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty cool though. A lot of the actors they had on the show, which I thought was pretty cool, they wanted actors who spoke different languages because if you know the show, it kind of makes sense, um, especially for Bonnie Bennett because she is a witch. Um, another cool thing is in these shows, witches have to kind of speak Latin. Um, I know in Vampire Diaries, it was more Latin-based. The spells that she would say and chant. Um, so I'm guessing that's probably why they wanted actors to kind of be fluent in other languages. Um, yeah. I'm thinking, if I'm not mistaken, the guy that plays Tyler Lockwood, Michael Trevino, I think either he is from Mexico or his family's from Mexico. Either way. So, um, just another actor that isn't from somewhere else. Um, Nina Dobrev is, I think she is from Canada, but she's born in Bulgaria. So she knows how to speak Bul Bulgarian, I guess. Um, uh, the girl that plays Jenna in the show, the aunt, um, she is from Canada. She is from Newfoundland. So that's pretty cool. So a lot of different diversity in the show. Um, so yeah. Um, Anyways, though, off topic, but I wanted to kind of explain that because it's kind of cool. Um, anyways, the appearance. Um, so in the book, Caroline, who is actually Meredith, I think. I get kind of confused. But anyway, in the book, she was redheaded. In the show, she is blonde. Um, which is kind of odd because I know the actress that plays Caroline, I think she even had her hair dyed red at one point. Um before the show because I, I kind of like follow him on Instagram <laughs> but um I guess they just wanted her to be blonde I don't know so that's it's mostly appearance differences in the characters um so yeah so in the book Caroline's character is actually Meredith in the book um but there is a Caroline character in the book but it is not Caroline um in the book the Caroline person is really kind of just really evil um so I guess that they wanted to change that I guess um so Caroline's character in the book is Meredith so I don't know why the name changed but you know I don't know um another difference so, so in the book Damon and Stefan Salvatore are from Italy instead of Mystic Falls however in the tv show they 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 do say that their heritage is Italian, but they're not from Italy. Um, in the book, however, they are from Italy. Um, and in the show, they are from Mystic Falls from 1864. Um, in the books, they are much older. They are from like 14, 1500s uh, in Italy. <clears throat> they actually met Catherine in the 14 or 1500s in Italy um so that's the big difference in the show in the show they meet her in 1864 um so yeah that's a big difference I guess um what else is there any other difference that I can think of from the book and the tv show um I will say one of the biggest differences I know that the books have more magic or it's more um more magic based I guess I know in like the show like especially for the vampires there wasn't a whole lot of a whole lot of 
um, magic, really. I mean, it's a, it's a supernatural TV show. There's magic. But um, I feel like the books was more had more magic. Uh, vampires could do more in the books than they could in the show. Um, well, the vampires in the book had more things that they could do. They pretty much had more magic in the show. The only thing vampires could really do is mind compulsion, like control people, control people's minds. Um, that's pretty much it. In the book, they did more. Um, in the book, so um, without giving any spoilers for Legacies, because I know that's a really new show. I don't want to spoil too much for Legacies, but that's a sequel. Um, one of the sequels, um, to explain, um, in Vampire Diaries, the characters in the book go to a hell dimension place. Um, I won't say what it is. I don't want to spoil too much. In the book, they did. In the TV show, they didn't. However, in Legacies, which is a spinoff, a sequel of Vampire Diaries, they actually have more of that in Legacies. I will say that in Legacies, it has more of a magic feel I think they really do take a lot from the book than the first Vampire Diaries show did. Um, so yeah, but in Vampire Diaries, the book, there was more magical stuff going on. Um, uh, that's really about it. Um, uh, yeah. So I explained a little bit about Lena in the show and I'm now I'm basically going to go, um, off the show now. Um, yeah, so Lena has a doppelganger named Catherine Pierce, a.k.a. Katrina Petrova. I don't know if I said that right in Bul the Bulgarian um, accent. I probably butchered that. I tried. Uh, Katrina Pet or Katerina, Katerina Petrova is her real name. Catherine, a.k.a. Catherine Pierce. Um, that is her doppelganger. Catherine Pierce hates Elena. She wants to be Elena. She is jealous, and throughout the show... She's always being a jerk to Elena. Um, so that's that. Um, the first season, basically. So there's like, obviously, if you've seen shows, you know there's always like that big, big, um, big bad guy of every season. So the first season, you hear like this Catherine Pierce. She sounds really badass. You know, everyone's scared. Well, she's the main kind of reveal. She ain't really like the main bad guy I don't think um first season Damon's kind of he's killing people at random he's being a dick to Lena and Stefan so he's kind of like the villain in the first season um at when actually he's not really a villain uh, he cares about his brother he has a thing for Lena so ooh yeah um so that's pretty much the first season everything's established uh vampires exist um Caroline, who is my favorite character, she becomes a vampire in, well, not really season one, season two. The very end of season one. So at the very end of season one of Vampire Diaries, spoilers. <laughs> I already said there's spoilers, but I kind of just want to be like spoilers on everything I'm about to reveal. <laughs> but um, Catherine is revealed um, at the very end. So, um... Yeah, so, like, Catherine is Elena's doppelganger. And the coolest thing about this show, um, and I know this is something other people have said online, and it is so true, um, Nina Dobrev, who does Elena, Catherine, she does Amara, who, which you find out is another doppelganger. 
She is actually the original one. Um, yeah, she plays all these characters. And it's like, it's not one of those things where like you have an actor that plays multiple characters and you're kind of like, uh, you don't feel it. You know it's the same actor. But it's like in Vampire Diaries, um, like, like Nina is all these characters and it's like you can't tell it's just that freaking good or at least I couldn't um when she goes from Elena to Catherine it's like it's not noticeable it's not like something that's awkward that's like uh you know you really feel like when she's Catherine that she is Catherine and you feel like Elena is Elena it's really cool um even though she's doing two different characters um it's really cool and you you don't really you can't tell um I like that also, there's another character, Stefan Salvatore. Um, you find out that he is a doppelganger. He has another. He has doppelgangers, um, and that uh, that he he does Stefan Salvatore. He does uh, what's that one guy? Silas. He does him. That's his other doppelganger. Um, Tom Avery, who's the other. He does these um, doppelgangers. And you can't tell that it's like the same actor and it's weird. I mean, obviously it's the same actor, but their acting is so good. And they are really these characters. It's It doesn't stand out. It doesn't feel like it. So it's one of the things I love about the show. They got pretty good actors on there. Um, what else? Uh, do, 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 do. So I'm going to name off other characters that are prominent in the show. Might actually have to pull it up because I didn't really write that down. The main characters. Let's see. Pull this up here so I can read off the characters and kind of talk about them, what I like. Um, so, starring Nina Dobrev as Elena Gilbert, Catherine Pierce, Amara, Paul Wesley, who is Stefan Salvatore, um, he is Silas, sorry, um, uh, Tom Avery, Ian Somerhater, or Somerhalder. He is Damon Salvatore. Um, Stephen R. McQueen, who plays Elena's brother, little brother, um, a.k.a. her actual cousin. It's kind of confusing. Um, Sarah Canning, who plays Jenna, the aunt. Um, Kat Graham, who, or Graham. I want to say Graham, but it's Graham. Kat Graham, who plays Bonnie Bennett, the witch. Candace King, who is um, Caroline Forbes. Zach Rorig, who plays Matt, or yeah, Matt, um, what's his last name? Donovan, sorry. <laughs> I want to say Matt Damon. Matt Donovan, um, he is like the, so, so he is Elena's ex, and he's also her friend. Tyler Lockwood's best friend, like he's, he's pretty much the only character throughout the show that stays human. Um, he's like, the character that can do no wrong, you know. I really like his character. Like, he actually grows into himself. Like, um, he starts off, you know, first kind of hating vampires. And I think throughout the show, he kind of always did, always does. But I think at the very end, he just kind of accepts things. He becomes the sheriff. So that's pretty cool. Um, Kayla Ill, Ill, Ewell. I don't know how to pronounce. I'm butchering this. Kayla E well, I guess. She plays Vicky Donovan, his uh, Matt Donovan's sister. Michael Trevino, which I already talked about. He plays Tyler Lockwood, aka the werewolf. Matt Davis, he plays 
Alaric Saltzman. He is the teacher. He is also Elena and Jeremy's guardian, and he was married to her biological mom. <laughs> A lot there. Um, Joseph Morgan, who he's he's actually the main actor for Originals, which is the other sequel spinoff, but he is Klaus. And, um, Michael Malarkey, he's a character that doesn't uh, start showing till later on um, during the season, but he is uh, Enzo. So those are pretty much the um, main characters. Uh, so yeah. Um, where else was I going to go with this? Yeah, so kind of want to name off the characters there. Um, I really like. I really like. So I didn't really explain Tyler Lockwood. So his character in the show, he was the jock, he was the jerk, he was kind of a bully. He kind of bullied um, Jeremy Gilbert, who is Elena's little brother. Um, just an all-around jerk. Um, he had a thing for Vicky, Matt's sister, but Jeremy also did too. So they kind of had a rivalry. Um, and he actually becomes himself like he he grows as a character he go he grows from being like the bully jock to someone who takes charge like he's uh he learns that he's an actually he's actually a werewolf um he um i guess wisens up he's more mature he goes out to help his friends um he leads a pack of wolves so it's really cool he actually grows into himself he becomes a more likable character um, yeah, let's see. All these characters really just kind of grow into themselves. A lot of them. Um, like I said, um, Damon Salvatore, who a lot of people think he's eye candy. <laughs> I like, uh, Damon Salvatore. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, though, um, he grows into himself. He starts off as, like, this jerk. He's kind of, um... <laughs> He flies off the handle. He's snarky and all these things. Um, he actually becomes a better character. He actually cares about his brother and Elena and everyone. He tries to save the day. Um, yeah. So those are the characters. Um, my favorite characters, I think, would have to be Damon, Caroline, and Bonnie, obviously, because Caroline... Or, I'm going to start with Damon. Um, Damon is one of my favorite characters because I like his personality, uh, I feel like I'm, I can relate to Damon. He has a good sense of humor. And he he's kind of cool. Like, he's kind of a jerk. And I kind of can relate to that, too. And he he cares about the people closest to him. And he uh, he's not afraid to say what he wants. And I kind of like that. Uh, Caroline is my second favorite character. I really have grown to love her. She really becomes badass, especially through the end. She, you know, really grows into herself. Um, she's just really funny. Um, I feel like if any character other than Damon resembled who I was, I think Caroline is because she just, she has a sense of humor and she's really high strung though, but I'm, I'm high strung too. So Bonnie is my other favorite and I kind of feel bad for Bonnie Bennett because her character goes through so much shit throughout the show and she's such a badass and like she is not a witch you want to mess with but poor bonnie like she loses so much in the show i don't want to give too much obviously but man i like bonnie um 
So yeah, this is the gist of the Vampire Diaries. Um, throughout, so in season two, you're kind of introduced to the originals, the big scary vampires that started it all. Um, Klaus Michelson. Uh, you're introduced to Rebecca Michelson, Cole Michelson. The, these are siblings, the original family. Elijah Michelson. Um, uh, yeah. Also in Vampire Diaries, there's a character that shows up. Uh, that plays a really big part in the originals and even legacies. Um, her name is Haley Marshall. She is a werewolf and becomes a vampire too. Um, she is a werewolf. Klaus is one of is like the first um, vampire hybrid werewolf. The story goes a thousand years ago, Klaus's mom had a thing with one of the werewolves, and that's how he was created. Um, so that made him a hybrid because when he became a vampire and, uh, his werewolf side kind of like merged and I guess he is both. Um, so in the show, him and Haley have a thing, have a one night stand and poof, the, the originals is born. Uh, the other spinoff from Vampire Diaries. So, um... And it's kind of cool because the episode that kind of emerges, the originals, introduces the originals, but still in Vampire Diaries. Um, it starts off in New Orleans, where pretty much where um, the originals kind of take place in. And Haley is pregnant. Um, she is pregnant with Klaus's baby. Um, which, throughout, you kind of find out it's kind of impossible. Vampires can't procreate. Um, but... If you're a werewolf, I guess he can. Uh, nature's loopholes, I guess. That's actually what one of the characters said. Um, so that's how the originals get started. Um, Haley is pregnant with Klaus's baby. This baby is um, a real accident <laughs> because she's not supposed to be there. Um, it's kind of crazy because like she's kind of like this prophecy kid. Um, she is like, I don't know, but she she plays an important role um, in the originals. Um, and she gets her own spinoff in Legacies, which that's really cool. Legacies, um, I don't want to go too much into that either because it is a new show. But it follows Hope Michelson, which is Haley and Klaus's daughter. She's a teenager. Um, she's at this school, which is the Salvatore School. Um... Uh, which I gave a big plot away, but anyways, though, um, so, uh, she's there, um, and all these other characters there that I don't really want to go into because I kind of don't want to give it away. Um, I might make another part to continue this. I might have Chris on here because he is really into Vampire Diaries and he's watched the originals with me. Now we're watching Legacies. So, um, I kind of don't want to go too much into the spinoffs, um, but I did want to say that season two really introduced the originals, um, and they're the big baddies. <laughs> uh, they are the original family, they are the original vampires. Um, so yeah, um, what else? Yeah, I don't want to talk too much um, at least definitely not too much after season two, because I think I want to make a second part, maybe with Chris, maybe, I don't know. Might make another part of this. Um, 
So I don't want to go too far with what I want to talk about with Vampire Diaries. Um, it's a great show. It's a great... It's more than just a vampire show. Um, these characters are deep. These characters grow. Um, it's a really touching story because I think especially throughout the series and towards the end, it's less about the love triangle and it's more about the brothers, Damon and Stefan and their relationship. And it's really sentimental, really sweet. Um, I don't want to talk about how it ends because it's just uh, emotional. It makes me want to cry. Um, but I love the vampire diaries and kind of wanted to explain the characters and give a plot a little bit of pretty much the first season. Um, you know, really explain the characters. Um, I didn't really give a whole lot of the plot either, though. Um, basically, the first season is Stefan has followed Elena. She doesn't know it. He's freaking out, like, why does this girl look like Catherine, who is, like, supposedly dead, even though you find out she's not really dead. Um, so you find out that Elena is actually adopted. Hence, when I said Jeremy is actually her cousin. And it's not as weird as that sounds. Um, so basically her uncle's actually, actually her biological dad. Her mom is this other woman who, um, who, fi who she finds out is actually a vampire. Um, she becomes a vampire. Um, but anyways, though, I know that's kind of confusing, but, um, Stefan kind of follows her just to make sure she's not Catherine because, uh, she kind of looks like her. She could be her identical twin. Um, but of course he finds out that she is not Catherine. They fall in love. Yada, 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 yada. Um, and then what really drives the plot is when you find out the originals and what that's all about. So in case you don't know, obviously you might not. Unless you watch a show, then you might know. Um, so like Elena is a doppelganger, but she's also a descendant of Catherine. Um, Catherine had a child before she became a vampire. Anyways, though, so yeah, so Elena, so Stefan is, like, following her and realizes that she's not Catherine. Um, the originals really move the plot forward because you find out Klaus wants Elena to die because you know he's a hybrid, but I guess, uh, his mom put a curse on him where to kind of hide his wolf side make it dormant he's wanting to break it and how she made that happen she um had tatia which is a, another doppelganger um she used her blood to bind the spell that keeps klaus's wolf side dormanted um he wants to break that curse so he needs Elena's sacrifice. And you find out this whole thing, that's what he's wanting. And you find out that is why Catherine Pierce became a vampire. She became useless. Um, but in doing so, he went hunted her for 500 years for it. Um, Catherine is very selfish. She does whatever she can to stay alive. That's her character. Um, so we find out this. And obviously Elena doesn't die. But I don't want to go too much into that. Like, I don't want to ruin everything um but that really drives the plot um so yeah that's pretty much season one and season two um trying to think no that's not it um in season three the finale i'm not even going go into that i might wait i don't know if i want to continue talking about vampire diaries um because i think i want to make a part two um i don't know 
I might talk about it. Uh, I don't know if I want to talk about every season and kind of analyze it. Um, I might. I don't know. Should I? Anyways, I'll, I'll talk about season three. Whatever. Um, in season three, uh, there is the Silas character, which is also, you find out that he is Stefan's doppelganger. Um, he is the original. So in case you don't know about this whole doppelganger thing, Silas and Amara, who's the original doppelgangers of Stefan and Elena, uh, he was cursed for 2,000 years, I think that is. Yeah, 2,000 years. Um, and he wants this cure so he can actually die. Because he can't die. Um, he was made immortal. Um, so Silas plays a big part in season three. Um, at the end of season three, I'll just say it. Elena becomes a vampire. <gasps> Shocker. Um, so that's pretty cool. It's kind of disappointed that in like season six, I think it is, or season five, I can't remember. Like she um, makes it where she's not a vampire anymore. Um, it kind of disappointed me because I liked to see more of her being a vampire. I don't know. Oh well, it's whatever. Um, after season six, yeah, yeah. After season six, um, the actress Dina Dobrev, I guess, had um didn't sign up for another contract or whatever, but they wrote her off. Even though she wasn't completely gone, she came back for the finale. But anyways, from season six to season eight, she wasn't in it. And I kind of liked it. I won't lie. Um, I liked how the main focus was less of like romance love type thing and more of the relationship with Damon and Stefan. Um, I know there's previous episodes that explain the past and uh, how Catherine made them vampires and uh, their parents and um, Damon was actually a Civil War um, soldier um, and it just shows their whole backstory and you and you and at the end of Vampire Diaries you really see the relationship I guess blossom and Damon Damon actually coming to the rescue and it's just really really cool. Um, like I said, I don't think I want to delve too much into it because I think I might want to continue this some other time. Um, so, yeah. So, this podcast now is 55 minutes long, so that's good. Um, yeah, I think that's all I want to um, go on about Vampire Diaries. It's a great show. I recommend it. Um, if you haven't seen it, go ahead and watch it. Tell me what you think or whatever. Um, I like it. Uh, it's one of my favorite TV shows. I'm probably one of my favorite, um, vampire TV shows, definitely. Um, like I said, and what's really cool about Vampire Diaries, like, Anne Rice is often mentioned. Uh, I think it was, like, first episode or second episode, maybe, where Damon tells Caroline, like, she's, he's kind of explaining how vampires work. He's like, we don't sparkle in the sun, <laughs> We have these rings that protect us, and he's like, this ain't Twilight. And he was like, oh, Anne Rice had it so right. You know, like, they do credit to Anne Rice, because, I mean, why would you not? She's the queen. Anyways, though, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, there's, like, several. No, there ain't several. I think there's only one where they kind of diss Twilight. It's like, uh, you could tell the creators did not want this to be anything like Twilight, which it isn't. They tried really hard. Um, I think 
it was hard though because people assume it was just like this teen romancy thing that's like twilight unfortunately because of when it came out but it's totally different guys it's really in depth has a lot of deep characters that really grow it has a lot of deep mythology in the whole show i mean it's so deep like um the originals they have their own thing they're a thousand years old um and they get their own spinoff because there's so much there um even legacies um a lot of things that happened in legacies is because of what the uh, vampire diaries and originals started um really cool show i really love it it is more than just a vampire thing there's so much to it it's much more than that um i really really am enjoying legacies i like the um the feel that they're going for in legacies i like how and then like the Salvatore school kind of has like a Hogwarts type feel. It's really cool. All these vampires and witches and werewolves kind of going to school together. It's pretty cool. Seeing Hope Michelson kind of carry on that legacy that she has. And um, with Lizzie and Josie, Josie um, Saltzman, who is a Lark's kids and they are siphon witches. And you find out more about them and Vampire Diaries and how that goes. Um... There's just so much. I highly recommend these shows, not just the Vampire Diaries, but the originals and legacies because it really just goes in depth with all these characters um, and how it got all got started. Um, highly recommend it. Um, so, yeah. Um, alrighty. Anyways, though. Um, so, that, I think that is all I have to say. Um, about the Vampire Diaries. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to dive into. Talk about these characters I like and kind of what the show's about. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. Um, I might go ahead, I might do a quiz just for fun. Um, I don't know. I might do that. We've still got a while. Um, let's go ahead and do that. Um, another thing too, I want to mention, I'm kind of excited because, um, I have like some people that have mentioned to me that they would like to collab with me, um, sometime in the future. So I might have other people on this podcast and that will be really cool. Um, uh, there's so many things I'm wanting to cover. I know the Disney dyad with Chris is one. Um, so yeah. Um, so many things I have planned for the future. Um, next week, I don't know what I'll be talking about. Um, maybe something interesting. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so a lot of things looking forward to in the future. A lot of things, um, that I'm excited for. So yeah, um, I'm really like doing this. Like I really like making a podcast i think it's really fun um i like being on here and kind of just talking about whatever i want um even if it's just to a microphone maybe everyone is enjoying this i don't know um even if i'm talking about things that maybe you're not really interested in but maybe it's interesting because i'm talking about it and you like hearing what i think about things um I just really wanted to talk about my favorite TV show today, The Vampire Diaries. Um, it's awesome. Uh, so yeah, um, check it out. Um, what else? 
Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do a, a quiz maybe or something. Let's see which character I am in in the Vampire Diaries. Uh, take a quiz. All right, I'm gonna read this quiz and I'll read what my results is. Um, which characteristics do you mostly incline to? So it has compassionate, caring, empathetic, kind, friendly, um, loyal, responsible, strong, protective, sensitive, but insecure and can be neurotic sometimes. Mm, reckless, sarcastic, selfless for one's purpose. Flirty, charismatic, and survivor instinct 101. Upbeat, positive, serious, independent, strong, intelligent, and mature. Reliable, down to earth, headstrong, and talented. Flirty, manipulative, for one's purpose, witty, can be genuine in different circumstances, feisty, and independent. Why do I have a feeling that that's Catherine? Uh, let's see. Compassionate, caring, empathetic, and kind. Uh, I might be loyal, responsible, strong, protective, sensitive, but insecure, and can be neurotic. I think that's probably me a little bit. Alright, go. Um, clicked it. Alright, um, what's your type that you fall in love with or usually are attracted to? Um, let's see. Um, na, na, na. okay, um, the good type, the in between, the bad type. Well, personally, I think the bad type is overrated. Um, I don't know why that's a thing that girls are into because they're usually douchebags in real life. So, no. Um, I like the good type because I have a good one. Um, have a good man. Um, if you have to make an important decision in your life that would determine how, how you live as well, you... Make plans fit into your decision or situation, taking no time to be indecisive. Um, hmm. Try to adapt as po as possible to the decision you will make, taking days to think about it, or make someone decide for me. Um, I'm definitely not the type of person to make someone decide for me. Um, I think I would like to try to adapt as much as possible and probably think about it before making any decisions. That's usually the type of person I am. I don't want to be impulsive. Um, another one. If, okay, there's 20 of these and one five. Okay, if something bad is about to happen to, to any of your friends in school, would you either, um, Tell them and try to be there to help them or tell them but leave them alone like it's their business. Or why do you need to help them? You don't even know them. Or you can't because you are too shy to talk to them or have the courage to tell them. Uh, I would definitely think, uh, well, if they're friends, um, I'd probably either tell them but probably just stay out of it because it's not my business. Or if it's someone that I don't really know, I'd probably be like, I don't know what I'll tell them. So that would definitely be me. I guess since it says friends on here, I guess I'll go with tell them, but kind of stay out of it. It's their business. 
it's none of mine. <laughs> okay. Um. Ah, why did I click that? Okay. What do people usually describe you as? Feisty, independent, um, sarcastic, and spontaneous. <laughs> Sexy, smart, smart. <laughs> I can't talk. Sexy, smart, and spunky. Um, protective, loyal, and friendly. Annoying, playful, or just too sweet. Uh, plain and normal. Oh, jeez. I hope it's not that one. Um, I don't know. I've had different things, really. I've had people tell me I'm really feisty and independent. Um, I've had people tell me that I'm really sweet and friendly. And, um, so, maybe either protective, loyal, and friendly, or feisty, independent. Um, I've had sort of both been told to me. So, I might go with protective, loyal, friendly, because I definitely feel that. I'm very protective. I'm very loyal. So, go with that. Okay. Um, how would you like to dress up? All leather, baby. <laughs> I like that. Um, dresses are accessorizing myself. Fashionable, colorful wardrobe. Anything trendy. Normal, like just casual clothes. What do you expect? Unicorn glittery trousers? Question mark. Sexy outfit shows my beauties heels most importantly. Uh, hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. I guess normal. I'm, I'm not the type of person uh, that kind of just goes all out. I hardly ever wear makeup. Um, just not really that type of person. Not that there's anything wrong with women who are. I'm just not that type. So I guess normal. Uh, when it comes to forgiving you don't forgive easily it takes time and whomever did it has to prove they won't do it again don't forget um don't don't forgive nor forget uh don't forgive nor forget depends on situations forgives but don't forget um huh for me it really does depend on who it is uh i think the people really close to me um they would definitely have to prove that they won't do it again or whatever it is um i do think however i just don't forgive or and i don't forget um i know that sounds harsh i, I think i'll go with don't forgive nor forget depends on situations because it definitely just depends for me um i i don't really trust people um which is sometimes is a good thing um what do you hate the most liars Pretenders, fakes, ignorant and arrogant people, or all of the above. Um, liars are kind of annoying, I guess. Uh, pretenders and fakes don't really bother me. I mean, it is kind of annoying. Um, I think the reason why, I think people don't realize that they're kind of being fake a lot of times. Um, I think people try to please people and people mistake that as fakeness when really they're just trying to be nice. I think the most annoying thing that bothers me is ignorant and arrogant people. Um, I think that just annoys me. Uh, you know, people who choose not to want to be educated, don't um, choose not to really look into things and figure things out for themselves, that just follow whatever they want. Um, so, yeah, I think ignorant and arrogant people really bother me. So, yeah. Um, 
Do you consider yourself a deep person? Um, huh. I don't know. I think I do. Um, yeah. I mean, you'd kind of have to be kind of deep, wouldn't you? If you're an artist and you do all these uh, paintings and you have to really, like, dig deep into the emotion. Um, I don't know. I think if you're an artist, you kind of have to be a little deep. So I guess I'll go deep. I think I am. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's someone out there who's like, you're shallow as fuck. Um, uh, I, I don't think I am. I don't know, it's really hard to say. I think I'm deep. Um, I like to think I am anyways. Do you live up to people's expectations? Meaning, do you care what society thinks of you? Uh, sort of. I think, I think, okay. So I think for this one, I think for me, um, I don't want to admit it a lot of times. But, of course, it bothers me. Um, I like to play it off like it doesn't. But it, I think it bothers most people. I think a lot of people who play off, like, I don't care what people think. Uh, I think they actually do. So, of course, um, I think for me it depends, though. Um, I really do kind of think what people think about me, especially people I care about. Obviously, I care what people, like, my boyfriend or my parents or... Um, my friends and everyone, I, ca I care what they think about me. Um, so I guess it depends. But obviously, I'm not the type of person that just uh, bends over backwards for anyone. I don't... Um, I'm, I'm definitely myself. So I guess it depends. Yeah. I guess it depends. Um, go. Um, are you a family person? Meaning, do you like to be around your family? Um, huh. I don't think that I'm actually a really family person, but maybe that's just because of my family. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's hard to say. Um, maybe if I had a different family, I might be a family person. Uh, but no, not really. Um, not saying I don't love my family or that I don't care. Um, I'm definitely not one of those people that has to constantly check in with their family, that has to constantly go up and visit people, visit relatives. Um, I'm just not that type of person. I'm more of a loner, I guess. I don't need to be around family all the time. Um, so, yeah. If that's what, if I can get back to this. If that's what that's saying, then no, not really. <laughs> I can't believe you're asking me this question. Who wants to be around their parents 24-7? Yeah, it's kind of me now. Um, if it's with siblings, then okay. Awkward silence. Do my friends count? I like to be alone. Always have fun with my family. Hell yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, it's kind of hard for me to say because my family is mostly people who aren't really related to me. Um, and I do like being around them. And the people I'm actually related to, a lot of them I don't care to be around. Well, I wouldn't say a lot of them. There are some I don't want to be around. Um, uh, I think I'll put I like to be alone most of the time. Um, I'm an awkward loner. Sorry. Um, how do you usually view people? Their looks, their attitudes, actions, and behaviors. Their characteristics when talking to them about everyday life. All of the above. Uh, probably have to say all of the above. I mean, you can't not notice their looks. Um, 
I would say I probably really go by by actions and behaviors of people and how they talk. Um, so I guess all of the above. Um, how do you care for who do you care for the most? Um, myself, then the rest. <laughs> uh, probably say my lover because there's my friend my yeah my friends my family my lover myself then the rest uh i mean i care about myself but i ain't the first um i guess my lover chris is my family too he means a lot to me we have a house together uh so i think he definitely comes first not that no one else matters don't get me wrong. I can just hear my family like, hey, no, uh, you guys matter. Um, I'm just saying Chris is uh, a big part of my life. We live together, so I just have to go with lover. Um, when you get upset, do you lash out? Yes, then I regret it. It depends how much and how, okay, it depends how much I am upset. No, I cry it off. I just, I just lash out. In a way, I jot down everything that bothers me. Uh, I think for me, it depends how much I'm upset and who I'm upset with. Um, for the most, most people, I'm able to keep my cool. Um, sometimes I cry it off. I think it just depends for me. I'm really a depend, it depends type person. I just, like, a lot of things don't apply to everyone for me. Um, let's see. When you love, you have... When you love, you love truly, passionately. Mm, build wall, build walls to make sure you don't get hurt. Let's just say love fades. Uh, no, truly and passionately. Um, what's the point of not loving truly and passionately, guys? Like, why live life halfway? I mean, love people. Love someone. Truly and passionately. We need that. So, yeah. Um, if you were Elena's best friend, would you always support her love life's choices? Uh, I mean, if I was her best friend, I would probably have opinions. Um, but it's her life. I don't know. It's really, I don't know. I guess if it was a close family member, I'd be like, hey, you need to like not date this person. They're really bad for you. Um. I'm really a bad person. But when it comes to friends, uh, I kind of just don't care what you do. <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, I've never been that type of person that's really territorial with their best friends. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, obviously, if someone that I care about is dating someone that's abusing them or some shit, I'd be like, get the F out. But, I mean, what am I supposed to do? What can I do? I could just give my opinion, you know? And, and especially for friends, um... I'm not like, I, I'm not really into friendship. I know that sounds really, really bad. I just, I, all right, let me just read the choices. No, not always. If she can't see the reality, then it might destroy her. I'll let her see it. Um, this one under it says, um, I say, um, a lot. Um, I understand her love life choices. I mean, it's never going to be perfect. Excuse me. I don't want to be anywhere near her. I am a guy, so I don't interfere in my girl's love life unless I was friend-zoned, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> um, I think I'm just with the first one. No, not always. If she can't see the reality, then that's kind of her thing. 
<laughs> you know, like, I've I never been that type of person that's really, like, clingy with their best friend or really um, territorial. Uh, I, I just, like, do whatever you want, you know? Like, I think what it is, I've had really, really bad friendships in the past, and I don't trust people. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never been, like, into friendship. Um, I don't really care what people do with, with their life. It ain't mine. So, yeah, that's kind of how I look at it. What's your favorite Damon Salvatore season? <laughs> um, why doesn't I have... He has five seasons on here. The heck? Um, let me think about it. Um, maybe season three, maybe season four. I'm gonna go with season three. I really liked him in season three. Or season four. I'm gonna go with season four. I really liked him in season four. Are you the envious, jealous type? I hate these type of questions, okay? It's like, are you the jealous type? Everyone's jealous. Like, everyone can get envious of someone. That's just being human. Like, I've never met anyone who's never been jealous of someone. That's, like, so freaking common and natural that people make jealousy and envy emotions, like, so taboo. Why? We all get jealous. Um, yes... Um, but I'm trying to change that. No, I really don't care. I probably no, I really don't care. Everybody gets a little jealous. That's natural. Um, your view on vampires. I stick to the old Dracula formula. Yeah. Whatever. It's vanilla. <laughs> don't mind any myth they view vampires on. They should be goofy despite their batty characteristics. I'm not a vampire fan. Uh, I guess I don't mind any myth they're the. I don't mind any myth they view vampires on. Yeah. Let people get creative. I don't care. I like vampires. Okay. Go. Um, calculating results. Who am I? <laughs> okay. I just put. Okay. Why did it ask what gender are you? If they're gonna give you a dude. I don't know. I guess I have the personality. So I got Jeremy Gilbert. Um, a big warm heart, uh, you might be independent. So, yeah, um, I got Jeremy Gilbert. Um, I guess it makes sense that I got, um, Jeremy Gilbert. Um, he's, in the TV show, he is, like, the artist. So, I guess it makes sense. Um, I don't know. So, yeah. Um, anyways, though, I think I'm gonna wrap this up. Um... It was nice to uh, be able to get on here and just kind of uh, record and talk about another thing that I, I like. Um, <laughs> this podcast has become <clears throat> like a uh, like a thing about where I talk about my likes and dislikes, which is cool. Um, so yeah, um, uh, I don't know if there's anything else. Um, I took. I took the quiz, I talked about the Vampire Diaries, um, kind of explained it, and told everyone, all you, how much I like the show, so, um, yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today, um, look forward to the next episode, maybe next week, um, me and Chris are going to attempt to do the, um, Disney Dyad, um, I think it'll be more than just a segment. I think it might be a permanent thing. I've, we've talked about it and 
he seems like he's really interested in collabing with me. Um, so yeah, so look forward to that. Um, like I said, I've, there's other people that has reached out to me that was like, Hey, you know, this is really cool that you're doing a podcast. Um, uh, they were asking to collab with me sometimes. So I might have other people, um, on here with me in the future. Um, like I said earlier, I'm waiting for Anchor to approve my podcast. So hopefully, um, this will be on other platforms. It's not just Anchor. Um, so yeah, um, that's really about it. Um, I hope you enjoyed this and look forward to the next episode. Look forward to the Disney dyad thing that I am doing with Chris. Um, so yeah, um, a lot of things to look forward to. Um, so I guess I will get off here. Oh, and also I want to mention before I turn this off, um, I am working on getting an intro to these podcasts where it's not like straight into talking. Um, I'm Chris, I'm having Chris to make a kind of musical intro for this. Um, I'm really getting things on this podcast started. Um, so yeah, so there's that. Um, yeah, so this is Jesse's wild card experience. Um, next episode, who knows what it will be about. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So anyways, though, that is that. Um, hope you enjoyed, um, stick around because I have more planned and, uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Bye guys.